This is Ari Kaplan at Legal Week 2023 on Tuesday, March 21st. Christopher Gallagher, Chief Operating Officer, Trustpoint. Uh, Ed Watts, CEO of InfoTrack. I'm Irfan Shatari. Uh, I'm with Veritas Technologies based out of Santa Clara. And my title is the Director of eDiscovery Strategy within the Product Management position. Joey Siever, CEO of Level Legal. Joy Heath Rush, CEO of ILTA, the International Legal Technology Association. Kelly Castell, CEO of ProfitSolve. Kelly Griswold, and I'm the CEO of ONA. Orbar, uh, CEO and co-founder of Perantiara. My name is Chubrata Mukherjee, and I'm the CEO of Integron. What are you focusing on at Legal Week this year? How do you see practice management systems evolving? How do you see companies telling stories about their products? Joey, as a first-time exhibitor, what are you looking forward to at Legal Week? Joey, what makes Legal Week unique as an event? What's the most valuable aspect of attending Legal Week? What's the most interesting topic you've heard discussed at Legal Week? Or why is there so much interest in AI at this year's Legal Week show? Where do you see opportunities in legal? You know, I think for us, it's taking the broader stance of the Discovery Universe and really moving that more towards the left side of the EDRM. We're announcing a partnership, uh, press release went out last week with Open Access, really focusing on that information governance, litigation hold, uh, data mapping, to really start taking organizations back from being reactive, getting them pre-cybersecurity breach, pre-data breach and helping them understand where their data is. Because when you look at the workflow, when you look at everything that happens downstream, it starts with understanding your data, understanding the security risks, and understanding where that data relies. Yeah, good question. I think um, in answer to that question, you've got to look about where they came. Uh, and as we we're talking about originally, I think they came from you know, a concept of being a digital filing cabinet, taking what was in paper in the office and a record keeping system to make it electronic for efficiencies to find and search and, and organize that. And really they evolved incredibly rapidly as law firms saw ways of increasing their efficiency, reducing risk to their clients, um, streamlining operations, but connectiveness around the organization as well. And I think generally some of them evolved into genuinely practice management systems as looking at the organization as a, as a whole to see where your fee earners are, what case types are more profitable or less than the other, where are you losing expenses? And so now I see that we're in a really exciting time where they're going to the next level of kind of integration and plug-in services. Um, so all of the practice management systems are looking at complementary services to build into their ecosystem to make them incredibly powerful, like InfoTrack for filing and service. Um, but there's a plethora of other corporations who are integrating into the law firms to increase the efficiencies of legal professionals that use them, all the way from you know owners to partners to uh, practicing attorneys, the paralegal, to the uh, um, accountant as well in the system. So ultimately, uh, law firms are, are seeing practice management systems as, as all encompassing, running their entire uh, firm, and, and that's super exciting. As we heard from the keynote today from LeVar Burton, you know, it's important for all of us to be true to our story and be able to properly tell our story. And it's, it's nice to walk around the exhibit hall and get to speak to some of the folks that are working for these companies. They have a story to tell, and you have to stop and listen 
listen to those stories. Um, but even the marketing that they put out there, the, the booths that are there, the grab bags that they're giving out, they're all going to tell a story for that company. And so uh, if you go to some of the veterans of the legal tech space, some of these vendors, they have a long story to tell. We have to spend a bit of time to understand where they were, where they are, and where they're going. And then there's these new startups that are there as well and seeing how they found a niche and are telling their story from this point forward. So I thought the storytelling uh, session today was apropos to what we get to see here. It's becoming as much appealing to a customer as it is just more business development and being able to tell their story. I've been coming to Legal Week for 14 years. It's the first time that we've exhibited here. The goal is to make more connections, to interact with more people. Our booth is Sweet eDiscovery, that's the theme. And there's so many not so sweet experiences uh, in our industry that um, we want to talk to people about how we can make this experience just a little more delightful. You know, I think there's something about New York City. There's something about having legal tech in New York City. So it's so many law firms are here, so many corporations are headquartered in Greater New York. It's easily accessible to all the other nexus of law practice on the East Coast. It's super easy for the people in London to get here. So it makes such a wonderful crossroads. And I think what you see here, and maybe more than any other event, is the people meeting at the statue. That's the only way I know how to think about it at Hilton. It's meet me at the statue, meet me at the statue. There are so many individual meetings and meaningful conversations that happen because it's such a crossroads. I think that's just one of the fantastic things about it is being in New York and being so accessible to so many people. The most valuable aspect for me is it's such a, a great mix of different people from different perspectives and different areas that make up the entire ecosystem for legal tech. You know, we've got uh, we've got competitors here, we've got partners here, we have investors here, we have you know bankers, private equity, the whole mix, clients, prospects. You know, so it's just it's a good way to come here and, and get kind of the full, you know, 360 view of the entire ecosystem and see see folks that you haven't seen maybe throughout the year and, and get caught up. And uh, yeah, it's just, a, it's just a great way to catch up on all fronts for me. Well, one of the most attended sessions that I've been at that there was a lot of interest in was just the impact that generative AI is going to have on the legal profession. And uh, one of the, the, the points that was brought up in, in the panel that I saw, uh, which I think is very true, is that it all comes back to unstructured data and unstructured data and sort of the words and the images that uh, the practice of law is really tied into. And on one hand, there's a lot of you know trepidation over the impact that this technology could have on you know, our lives as humans, really, and how that relates to uh, to legal work. Um, I, for one, think that some of the more routinized aspects of legal work um, will start to be further automated, but that the technology is not in a place where it can um, it can replace judgment and, um, and sort of rational decision making. And so I think, you know, one of the most interesting things that we as an industry will have to um, 
to grapple with over the next few years is how can we tap into the benefits? I think, you know, what we see at Ona is we are a data management platform that is primarily leveraged for e-discovery right now. And um, so we help our customers access and manage unstructured data. And the way that that's being done is, um, and, and this is true of, of e-discovery platforms, it's true of many contract management platforms, document management platforms, that if you are processing and indexing information in a certain way, you're tokenizing that information and it becomes a machine readable unstructured data asset that could then be used to help efficiently run these machine learning and specifically generative AI initiatives inside companies. So I think that the industry will have to look at that. It's, it's, this isn't you know AI of the past where you know you have to invest millions in it and maybe it works and then you have to maintain it. It's going to be a lot easier and more accessible and we will see, we're already seeing massive innovation on that front. But I think that it also sort of goes back to basics, which is a lot of the technology that companies are using today can be leveraged for those points. And for companies who are still, there was a question brought up in this panel of like, there are still companies that are not using, you know, e-discovery best practices and leveraging technology. And I think that, you know, for those companies that have maybe lagged on that front, like now is the time, because then you start building up your your ability to manage the data in your enterprise, which can ultimately lead to more future leading initiatives. I think people understand that they have to develop the tools and they have to adopt the tools to increase their profit margins. Uh, and basically, I think this is the future. You cannot be interested. So I think in legal services, which is the area that we play in, we see opportunities to leverage technology to deliver services much better. Especially with the turbulent economic times that people are expecting, we think that a tech-enabled service will make a difference to our clients, both corporates and law firms. Chris, thank you. Appreciate it. Ed, thank you. Irfan, thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Joey, thank you. All right, thank you. Joey, thank you. Sure. Kelly, thank you. Thank you. Kelly, thank you. Thank you. Or thank you. Thank you very much. Subroto, thank you. You're welcome, Harry.